Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now, let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today we're welcoming the program author Kimberly Dean, and she is the author of Dreamwalker. Before I bring in today's guest, a quick reminder, the selected interviews are available on our website, as well as on TV in the Roku channel and Amazon Fire TV. Kimberly, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. I'm Kimberly Dean. I'm a romance author. I have been writing for about 20 years, and I just really enjoy the genre. So tell us about your book. So the book is titled Dreamwalker, and it's a romance between a woman who suffers from sleepwalking and the dream weaver who comes to bring her dreams every night and how he tries to save her. So it's a paranormal romance, but it's not vampires or shapeshifters, which is different from most of the books out there. The hero, he lives in a world of sleep and dreams, and the villain is really the personification of a sleep disorder. So this book is unique, it's steamy, and it deals with sleep problems that many of us deal with. Now, who did you write your book for specifically? Who's your target audience here? The people that would like this most are paranormal romance fans who are looking for a romantic thriller with a twist. Typically, these are women who are over the age of 30 or so, who maybe live in the urban environment. They're really those women who can't sleep because they're always reading. Now, could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps underlying theme that you would say runs throughout your book? Well, it's a romance, so, you know, there's always the love overcomes all theme, but really, I think even more important is the message that it's okay to ask for help when you need it. The heroine, Shay, she's a research scientist. She's a very capable woman, but overcoming the sleep disorder is something that's beyond her on her own. She's dealt with it since she was a child. And it's only when she asks Derek for help or tells him that she's having these problems. And she doesn't know it, but he is the one person who may be able to help her because he has the power to protect her in the land of sleep because he is a dream weaver. So if you had to choose, what would you say is the single most important idea you're sharing in your book that's really going to add value to the reader's life? Romance novels are an escape. They are entertainment. And, you know, I think in these days, we've really learned how important that is. We need to let our minds move away from our pressure and problems and just go to a different world for a short period of time to give ourselves that break. So I did all my homework on sleep and dreaming, so there's possibly something they could learn there from about that. But really, my goal was to entertain the readers. So, if you compare your book with any book out there we might already be familiar with, which book would it be and why? I would compare it to the Black Dagger Brotherhood series. Criss-cross that or have it Black Dagger Brotherhood meets the movie Inception because it's about a band of brothers, these dream weavers, only they're fighting sleep raiders in the dream realm and falling in love while they do it. Now, the book came out many years ago. Why are we talking about it now? Because I am relaunching this series. 
The books came out in 2008. They were published by a traditional publisher, and I have the rights back. I have rewritten the first two books to update them for current times, and I am now in the middle of book three. It's really a concept that I couldn't let go in my head. I just kept having all kinds of new ideas of storylines that fit into this world. And so I thought, well, let's go back and do it. So that's why we're talking about it today is that this book, Dreamwalker, is already out there and I'm getting ready with the follow-up. Now, I'm just kind of curious, what have you learned about sleeping and dreaming as you wrote these books? I learned that so many people suffer from sleep disorders and the many different kinds there are. I mean, it's just mind-boggling. There are night terrors, sleep paralysis, sleep eating, sleep apnea, restless leg syndrome. The list goes on and on. This particular book deals with sleepwalking. And what happens when we dream, we go into REM sleep, rapid eye movement, and our muscles lock down. We literally go into a state of paralysis when we dream. And it's a defense mechanism that keeps us from acting out the dream. Well, when that defense mechanism fails, you do things like sleepwalk. And so they believe that sleepwalking is people acting out their dreams. Now, when it comes to dreams themselves, the part that really kind of astounded me was they don't know why we do it. There are psychologists who think that we're trying to solve problems in our sleep or work through feelings that we might not be able to face during the daytime. But then there are other scientists out there that just think it's a random firing of electrical activity in the brain. So it's a field that is only recently getting a lot more attention because people are having more sleep problems with the amount of screen time we get every day. But as a writer, I just found this all really interesting and a really rich area for exploration. So how did you come up with the idea for this book? Well, I am a Greek mythology fan, and I came across the Oneiroi which I apologize to any Greek listeners you have out there. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. But these were the sons of Nyx, the night. And there was an army of them that bestowed dreams on sleeping humans every night. And once I read about them, my brain just started churning. And I thought, what if they evolved to live in the land of humans? During the day, they have day jobs, but at night... They have this superpower where they can enter the dream realm, and things just took off from there. And then I was thinking, well, who's the bad guy, or what are they fighting? And all these sleep disorders became apparent. So it was something that really, it was that flash of inspiration out of Greek mythology, and then everything just else falling into place. And I got really excited about the concept because I knew it was new and it was different. Now, is there any horror mixed into all of this? Well, you know, when you think about sleepwalking, it's a horror in and of itself. I mean, you are doing things in your sleep that you're not even aware of when you wake up. So, yes, there is horror involved. And I like to think of it as a thriller. So it's a thriller. It has some horror in it, but that just makes the romance all that much more intense. So it's a really interesting combination that I think really works well. So what's the steaminess level of the book? 
It is steamy. I would give it four out of five chili peppers. I like to refer to it as the steamy dreams. So it's so much of the storyline was already happening in the bedroom that it only fits. But that was my motto as I was writing the book, Steamy Dreams. So have you written any other paranormal romance stories? I have. I wrote a story called Haunted Hearts, and it was a ghost story that has a romance wrapped right in it. And that story actually was a finalist in the paranormal romance category for the Rita contest put on by the Romance Writers of America. At the time, that was the top award in the industry. It was a great feeling to have my work recognized in such a manner, and it makes me feel like I am writing something that readers will enjoy and be interested in. Now, did your environment or upbringing play any major role in your writing? You know, I struggled with sleep as a child, and I really don't think that's something that people pay attention to. I would go to bed at my bedtime, but I would still be awake at midnight, one, two o'clock. I just couldn't stop my brain. And I just thought that was the way things were. And it wasn't until I was much older that I read, I think it was a magazine article, and it talked about how it takes an average of seven minutes for people to fall asleep. Now, I don't know if that's true, if that data still holds, but my mind just was blown because it was taking me hours and I kept going, seven minutes? How? How are they doing that? I mean, I knew it was a struggle to get to sleep, but I didn't realize that wasn't normal. And so when this story idea appeared to me, it really resonated with me. And I, I am sure that it will resonate with others who are also struggling to sleep because I experienced it myself. So what can you tell us about this genre and why you decided to write in this genre? So romance, it's a feel-good genre, and it makes readers happy. And how can you not like something that makes people happy? When you read a good romance, you get a buoyant feeling. And that's what I want to deliver to my readers, that feeling. And I write a lot of contemporary romance also, but why would I write paranormal? That's when I can really let my imagination go and create these different worlds and just get really creative, which is something that I enjoy because there's nothing I dislike more than being bored. So what's been your most rewarding experience since publishing your book? I had a reader who wrote a review, and it was very complimentary. She enjoyed the story, but what really called out to me was when she thanked me personally, she said, thank you for putting this book out for free during COVID. It helped me get away for a while, and, you know, I needed that. And that touched my heart because as a writer, there wasn't anything I could do to heal people but I was contributing, I was helping, and that was rewarding for me to know that I was helping her, even in a, the littlest, smallest possible way. So how would you describe your writing style? That's a tough question. I see a story as a puzzle where all the pieces need to fit together, and sometimes, you know, I need to create the pieces themselves. So that's part of the mechanics, but then there's the chemistry between characters. I want to draw readers 
into their world and feel what they feel. So my writing style, I think I would clarify as steam, a strong plot, and great characters. So are your characters pure fiction, or do you draw from people you know in real life? I would say the characters are fiction, but I pull traits. So I might notice habits that people have, like cracking knuckles, or they eat their french fries with mayo instead of ketchup. So I will pull those sorts of things and put them in my characters because it makes the characters more realistic. Or I'm looking for things that happen that create a flare of emotion in me. So if somebody cuts me off in traffic or there's something on TV that makes me laugh, I will remember those and try to incorporate those into the story. Maybe not verbatim, but something that captures that flare of emotion because it's real and I want that to transfer that feeling to the readers. So in your opinion, who should buy your book? I would say it's somebody who is a romance fan, a reader who likes a thriller, is looking for something different. Again, typically these are women over the age of 30 working in and living in an urban area, and they're women who can't sleep. Or I should clarify this, they are adult women, because remember, these are steamy dreams. Do you have a website? I do. It's KimberlyDean.com. Well, this has been just great. Our guest today has been Kimberly Dean, and she is the author of Dreamwalker. Kimberly, thanks very much for being with us today. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. This is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of The Author Show. Go out there, buy the book today, and please share this interview with your friends so that they, too, have the opportunity to discover our guests and their work. The Author Show can be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. Selected interviews can also be found on major platforms like Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and many more. And whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books to read, The Author Show is a great place to start. Check us daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors of very interesting books on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.